0: Want an ad free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. A lot can happen in three years, like a chat bot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.
1: These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, September 28th, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. Westminster Magistrates Court Judge Tam Ekram granted Uber an 18-month license to operate in London. Transport for London had previously declined to renew Uber's license to operate in the city, citing flaws in Uber's system that allowed for unauthorized and misidentified drivers to pick up passengers in at least 14,000 rides. In the decision, Judge Ekram stated that he had sufficient confidence Uber no longer poses a risk to public safety. The U.S. Department of Commerce reportedly sent letters to customers of China's biggest chipmaker, SMIC, warning that the company would need to apply for an export license from the department. The Commerce Department claims that this is required because there is an unacceptable risk that equipment sold to SMIC may be diverted to military end use. SMIC says there's no relationship with the Chinese military. TikTok's Australian executive told Australia's Select Committee on Foreign Interference through Social Media that it would let the government review TikTok's code. Government personnel could review TikTok's algorithm and tested source code at a transparency and accountability center in Los Angeles or Washington in the U.S. As part of its first major redesign in four years, LinkedIn is rolling out its version of ephemeral stories in the U.S. and Canada, letting users post a series of photos, videos, and text that can be viewed for 24 hours. LinkedIn will now also integrate with video call providers with its Messenger with support for Zoom, BlueJeans, and Microsoft Teams. The site is also adding the ability to recall, delete, and edit messages, react to messages with emojis, and a tool to flag inappropriate messages. LinkedIn is also overhauling its search, which will now surface jobs, courses, events, and other content in addition to just people and companies. Sky News reports that days after Airbus announced it plans to convert its fleet to hydrogen power, a company called Zero Avia has completed the world's first commercial hydrogen-powered zero-emission flight after taking off from an airfield in Bedfordshire, England. The 20-minute test flight included a small six-seater plane running on a single propeller. Not exactly Airbus size, but it's a start. Zero Avia says it plans to make these flights available within three years. FedEx CEO Fred Smith announced the company is working with reliable robotics on a pilot to use unmanned single-engine aircraft for cargo delivery. The pilot will use a modified single-engine Cessna 208 with a goal of providing service to extremely remote or uninhabited areas of FedEx's delivery network. Smith said the company is not looking to replace its current aircraft fleet with autonomous alternatives being decades off. FedEx has previously partnered with Wing Aviation to test drone deliveries. Twitter is expanding a test feature it introduced to Android in June, prompting users that were about to retweet an article they hadn't clicked open to read it first. Twitter says users in the test group opened articles before sharing them 40% more often than they did without the prompt, and users opened an article and then retweeted it 33% more than they did without the test prompt. Bloomberg sources say Google plans to crack down on apps that have avoided using the Play Store's in-app purchase billing. Updated guidelines are expected as early as this week that clarify most apps need to use Google's billing for in-app content downloads, game upgrades, and subscriptions. Google takes 30% of such purchases. The requirement has existed, but major developers like Netflix and Spotify don't use it. Google removed Epic for blatantly circumventing Google billing, but turned a blind eye to others. Google will give developers time to update their apps to come into compliance. The Beijing-based Sina Corp., which operates the Chinese microblogging platform Weibo, agreed to a deal to take the company private. The effort was led by an offer from New Wave Holdings Limited, which submitted a proposal in July to take Sina private at $41 a share, eventually agreeing to a $2.59 billion deal at $43.30 a share. Sina initially went public on the NASDAQ in 2000. Dell announced updates to its XPS 13, XPS 13 Developer Edition, and XPS 13 2-in-1 laptops, adding Intel's 11th-generation Tiger Lake processors. These laptops are also the first to carry Intel's Evo certification, which requires them to support fast charging, get at least 9 hours of battery life on a charge, and wake up from sleep in under 1 second. All three laptops now come with Thunderbolt 4 ports and up to 32GB of faster LPDDR4X memory. The XPS 13 2-in-1 offers an IR camera with Windows Hello support, with both the 2-in-1 and standard XPS 13, offering Intel's Z graphics as well. The developer edition, meanwhile, runs Ubuntu 20.4 LTS, offers an updated Infinity Edge Full HD display, and Dell claims a maximum battery life of up to 19 hours. The laptops go on sale in the U.S. and Canada on September 30th, The XPS 13 starts at $999, the 2-in-1 at $1,249, and no pricing was announced for the developer edition. And finally, Roku announced the Stream Bar, a 14-inch soundbar that runs Roku's OS, capable of streaming 4K and HDR content. Similar to Roku's Smart Sound Bar, the Stream Bar can be paired with Roku's wireless speakers and subwoofer for a surround sound setup. The Stream Bar costs $129.99, shipping in mid-October. The company also announced an updated Ultra streaming box with Dolby Vision and Atmos support, with pricing remaining at $100. Both devices will support AirPlay 2. Roku also announced plans to bring its free, ad-supported, on-demand streaming Roku channel to iOS and Android, previously only available on Roku streaming devices. The Roku channel will itself launch live linear TV offerings on September 29th, with channels including Ven, The Craftistry from Studio 71, HappyKids.tv, iFood.tv, The Lego Channel, Maverick Black Cinema, and Movie Sphere. All of our favorites. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember,
0: have a super sparkly day.